Welcome, everybody, to Fergo and the Freak. I am your host, the Glorious League Freak. We've got a very special guest here today. It's Julie. Hey, Julie. Hi. And I just realised I'm waving and it's a podcast. That's all right. That's all right. We can't all be perfect. I mean, I just started recording first time off perfect. <laughs> um, before we start talking about what we're going to talk about, let me tell everybody about a deal that we have for you. If you go to manscaped.com, and you put in the code NRL at checkout, you get 20% off and free shipping of everything that's on the website, okay? And I mean absolutely everything. This week on Fer- this month on Fergo and the Freak, it's Pappenhausen month. So we're all using our Manscaped products to get a Pappenhausen going down there. What do you think of the Pappenhausen, by the way, Julie? What, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. That's all right. <laughs> um. You don't have to. <laughs> um, if you're using Manscaped, it's a good thing. If you're not, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On the record, yep. Julie doesn't like the bush. So go to manscaped.com, put in the code NRL, and uh, make Julie proud. So now that we've got that out of the way. Uh, today, we found out that the Parramatta Eels are scrapping their cheerleaders after more than 50 years. Uh, the cheerleaders were informed about this today. It seems very late for them to be informed about it. And, yeah, it it, it was really disappointing for all the cheerleaders. Uh, former cheerleaders were disappointed as well. And it seems to be one of those decisions that's upset a lot of people and has really been made for no reason. What did you think about it when you heard about the, the decision? I was angry and disappointed. Yeah. Because they're not the first, they're not the first team to get rid of a cheerleader team, well squad. Um, but this is my club. This is who I follow. So I'm passionate about cheerleaders. I'm passionate about Parramatta, and there's no reason to get rid of cheerleaders. If no. they're saying if they're saying it's because of um, money, well, one of the um, Top management can take a one percent pay cut. Yeah, yeah, and you know it does. It won't the, cost that much to keep them going. You wouldn't think so, and and they add so much to the club. Like they do a lot of uh, work outside of game day as representatives of the club, and I don't think people realise how much they actually do. Yeah, they're um, not just cheerleaders; they're ambassadors on and off the field. Yeah, and that's. You know, I saw some people today on Twitter, and Twitter was kind of weird about this subject today, but um, I saw some people saying that, you know, cheerleaders are an outdated concept and, you know, it, it was almost like trying to protect women in a way from being cheerleaders, not understanding that... Yeah, well, get that, rid of um, the mascots. If yeah, cheerleaders well, antiquity to get rid of mascots. Well, that's the thing, and it's like... If you talk to any of the cheerleaders, and we are going to talk to a former cheerleader later on in the week, they absolutely love what they do. They love what they do more than most fans love their club. Like, they work hard to become a cheerleader. All of them have uh, dancing backgrounds these days. They put in a lot of time and effort into their work as a cheerleader. 
They love being ambassadors for, for the clubs. They're some of the best ambassadors from the, for the clubs is one thing we need to say. And this idea that you've got to take that away from anybody, I don't know, it just seems like a weird concept to me. Yeah, like you you tell me of one cheerleader that's been involved in an off-field scandal. Exactly. Exactly. But you um, can't. No, no. And the thing is, too, it's weird to see people apply their own weird hang-ups about cheerleaders in the discussion. Like, yeah, have you seen that today where people will be like, oh, it's, you know, we're sexualizing these young women and, and they're just there for eye candy. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you're the one thinking that. Don't apply yeah. that to everyone else. Yeah. And have you spoken to any cheerleaders? Exactly. Like, that's, if you speak to any cheerleader, they'll be like, no, that's not, that's not what's happening. Mm. And it's like, this was another way for women to be involved in rugby league. And they've just taken another avenue away from us. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and I said this today, to think about this moment when women in league round comes around because the Parramatta Eels just sacked, I mean, how many cheerleaders are there at a club? Like 20-odd around that number? Yeah. And then there's the junior squads mm -hmm. as well. So you haven't just taken it away from, like, you know, women. You've taken it away from children. Yeah. And they're... they're highly um, visible at game day as well. And yeah. we've just taken away this this moment that women can be involved in the game. And look, there's many ways women can be involved in rugby league, and this is one of them. And I don't understand how you get rid of that avenue that some women love and they work hard to get there. You get rid exactly. of it. Exactly. It's not easy. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's not easy to be a cheerleader. It's a lot more physical and you have to be personable as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more to it than what people say. There's like, oh, they're just shaking pom-poms. No, there's more to that job than, like, you know, you have to entertain the crowd mm -hmm. and you have to be good doing it. And the other thing and is, too, it, it, it provides avenues to get a foot in the door in the game for women and yeah. a lot of them go on to other things. And I know that there's uh, a number of cheerleaders that um, we follow one another on Twitter and I've seen them start off in cheerleading and now they've got roles within the game that are, you know, I mean, management roles and things like that. And yeah, it all started with them getting in a foot in the door through cheerleading. Yeah. And they're not, not what people think. They're like, oh, cheerleaders, bimbos. No, they're not. Do you know there's a lot of them in the legal profession? Mm. A lot of them. Yeah. It, it's it it is really weird to me that we would we would get rid of cheerleaders, and it's under the guise of we're doing it for women, when in fact it's just a way to what you're really doing is cutting more women out of the game, which is the last thing we need right now. Exactly, especially with some of the people that they have employed in some, like, roles in the clubs. Yeah, 100%. Now, 
other clubs have replaced cheerleaders with uh, like drum crews. Uh, that, that that's the only thing I can think that's been used. What would you oh, think? Yeah, there's dance. Sorry, there's dance crew. I was going to say there's um, a dance squads now. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's yeah, Melbourne Storm. It's called a dance crew or something like that. And what would what's the difference between cheerleaders and a dance crew? Um, well, from what from what I can tell from an NRL stance, mm-hmm. there's men in them, and that legitimises what they're doing. So to be able to have cheerleaders, you have to have men in there for it to be legitimate. Otherwise, you know, they shouldn't have it. And That's how what I'm getting. Is that? Like at first, I used to say, "Oh, you know, we should to keep cheerleaders. You know, maybe we should we should look at getting some men in there." But why? Why do we need to have men in there to legitimise it? Yeah, I agree. And like, if you had a dude that was qualified to do the cheerleading, and they went in and they went because it's a tryout process. People probably don't realise that. You don't just walk up and say, I want to be a cheerleader, and they say, well, here's here's your cheerleading uniform and, and go out there. Like, there's a, a big tryout process. If yeah. a male got through all that process and ended up part of a cheerleading squad, I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. But as you say, this yeah. idea that, you know, we have cheerleaders that are all women, but we're going to get rid of them and we'll, we'll make it 50-50 now with men. And then that's fine. It's like, why yeah. is that fine? Why couldn't we just have the women being cheerleaders? Like, why wasn't that fine? I I don't get it. For me, I, I look at this situation and I'm like, you you just got rid of all these jobs for women in rugby league. You made them less visible on game day and you did it for them. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Like, I've got nothing against, like, men being cheerleaders and that. Like, I'm no. all for that as well. It's just mm. that in this particular instance, it seems like the NRL can only have dance crews now. Mm. Why do I feel like dance crews as well all have to wear, like, matching track suits and wear hats sidewards? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what old men think look cool. <laughs> Now, if the Eels decide to bring in a, a drum crew or whatever they'd call it, mm. um, how murderous would you get hearing drums like for two hours during an Eels game? Yeah, I, I'd be just sitting there seething, going, "Where are my cheerleaders? Where are my <laughs> cheerleaders?" <laughs> it, it's so it's so weird. It's weird when you see. Um, people trying to and look the eels might have and they probably did this for cost cutting and i agree with you it's it is so weak if it's cost cutting because the amount of money rugby league clubs waste and if they if they're saying well look we'll get rid of the cheerleaders and all of these directors are keeping their free cars and stuff i mean that's disgusting yeah it's like yeah like someone in management can take a 1% pay cut mm-hmm. or like here's another option when you buy a membership would you like to donate a dollar towards keeping the cheerleaders if people say yes well then Parramatta no well, what about Parramatta they, fans want cheerleaders if what, not what enough if people had, do they know not 
Yeah, you could have like your Parramatta Eels membership. And if you add $5 to that membership, which is not much considering how much a membership is, you're also mm. a member of the Parramatta Cheerleaders membership group, which I, I don't know what that would involve. But even if even if it is just a pure like, you know, you keep the cheer squad going at, at the how it is, I mean, that might be enough to to cover the costs, but they haven't even given that option. And it's very sad to to get rid of such a tradition, especially for one of the cheer squads in the NRL that is one of the most highly visible. And, and one of the, like some teams, they, they really modernised their cheer squad over the last 15, 20 years, and Parramatta was one of them. And so to lose them, it, I just think it's very sad. Yeah, Monique Carroll did a really, really good job with them. And, like, she's also in charge of the Manly Seabirds, Mm -hmm. which I think, after seeing everyone's reaction on Twitter today, I think that's part of of the reason why people are so passionate about their responses, like either for or against keeping cheerleaders in the game, is because they were so visible. People know about them. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some where you're like, they still have cheerleaders? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those two are quite visible. The Pantherettes are quite visible. Like, and I think, you know, with having COVID, people losing jobs, there hasn't been really any off-field scandals uh, this season. And, you know, it's getting close to the start. I think everyone's, like, latched onto this and went, ooh, we have a story now. I feel passionate about this. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you've also got a lot of people that, you know, rugby league, it it is a good avenue for change in society because it is so visible. And there's some good things that rugby league has done to try and get on the front foot and make some changes uh, normalised, I guess, or or push forward for some changes, which have been good for society. And I think when people see something along these lines, they think, like, hang on a second, this is kind of, it's either change for change's sake or change we don't need. And I don't know, I, I, I feel very sad for the cheerleaders who put their heart and soul into this and they would have been ready to rock and roll for this season and now yeah. it's just been stopped. And, and I just feel sad for all of them who... You know, they were looking forward to having these experiences this year to get out. They, it was disrupted last year and to get out and have a good year this year. And it's just, the rug's been pulled from under them. Yeah. And it's like, it seems like such a really, really late decision. So it's kind of like, surely they must have been thinking about this, you know, last year. Yeah. It kind of been just something they decided in the last even week or so. Yeah, so why why do it right near the start of the season? Mm. It, it it's mind-boggling. I really I really I'm really disappointed in Parramatta. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. Like, um, I've even noticed journalists mm-hmm. are gauging what um, people on social media are saying before they're actually forming an opinion. <laughs> I've noticed that too, hey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, taking polls and going, hmm, yes, we've noticed that a lot of people want to keep them. 
So Parramatta, listen to us. Bring our cheerleaders back. Yeah, look, I hope that they reverse the decision. Um, I hope they see how passionate people are about the cheer squads and about keeping women within the game that love the game, that work hard for the game, that are good for its image and, you know, that that work their asses off to be in that position. And they see it as a position of pride and, and, and real privilege to be there. And I really do. I hope that the Eels reconsider this decision um, because they need to. They flat out need to. Yeah, all the clubs need to. Yeah. All the clubs need to have cheerleaders. I even now, think that state of origin need cheerleaders. Yeah, I think that – I know that they used to. I don't know if they still do, though. Well, if they don't bring them back, have the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Same as, like, you know, the, or, the NRL origin teams have NRL origin cheerleaders. Imagine being – you could have like cheerleader selectors. Yeah. You could have, um, what else? Like, yeah. I guess they are their own squads once you get to the rep level, but it would be interesting. You'd even go up to kangaroo level with your cheerleading yeah. squads. Exactly. See, we're just creating more avenues for women to be involved in the game. We're creating more jobs. We need to take over the NRL. We really do. We really do. Institute instant cheerleaders, like professional cheerleaders. That's what we need. Make them professionals. Yep. That'd be great. Yep. So, okay, so the Eels this year, the club on the field, yep. what do you think of their chances this year? They were very disappointing mm-hmm. towards the end of last year. Um it looked like they were going to be really hard to beat last year and it just all petered out, unfortunately. What are your thoughts going into this year? Um, as a Parramatta fan, am I meant to be saying, we're going to win the premiership? I can't see it happening. <laughs> we'll get close. We'll be, I'm hoping top four. Mm-hmm. That's my, like, you know, fond hope. Mm-hmm. It's realistic to aim for top eight. Yeah. Um. I don't think we'll make the grand final. I, I hope they prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And especially leaving, um, losing the cheerleaders as well. We're not going to be able to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll, we'll get close. But, yeah, I can't see a premiership anytime soon. Yeah. I, look, at the start of last year, I was like, it's going to be hard to beat the Eels. And... With the way that Moses played towards the end of last year, I do. I think he, I think he was injured, but yeah. it, just the whole thing was so disappointing. It almost felt like they peaked too early, and you kind of wondered if they'd missed their chance a little bit. And I think we'll find out really early this year. I think if they come out and they're disappointing out of the gates, it will be a, a bad sign. Um, yeah. But at, at the same time, you don't want them looking like world beaters for the first two months of the season either. Yeah, just consistency. They, they need they need strong direction. That, mm-hmm. I think Parramatta is always losing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've, I've said this on Twitter before and I've been absolutely, like, annihilated for it, especially mm-hmm. – 
I've said sometimes I think Parramatta need can't believe I'm going to say this need a player like Mitchell Pearce mm-hmm. because people know my views. I don't think he's the best player in the world. I think sometimes he can be overrated. Yeah. Actually, I think he's a bit. He is overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other players that are better than than him in his position, and he gets more pause for it than what he should. But um, in Parramatta, I think they need that type of player who can just go, okay, one, two, pass, you do this, you do that, you need a bit of organisation, let's just do this. You know, you don't have to be that great. You just need to be that kind of player to just kind of direct them around because sometimes they just get lost. Yeah, I agree. And, like, They've got talent. Yeah. To just like throw throw the ball around, just do things off the cuff. They need that type of player that just is structured. Like a better player would be like you know you need Cooper Cronk. Mm-hmm. So need I Cronk. With, he's not with Dylan Brown. He gives them like he's he's been very good in the big games, even though he's a young player. And I think that he is a really good offsider to Mitch Moses because when Moses. Uh, does go a little bit quiet. Brown can actually take over everything. And yeah. he might be the same sort of deal with if they brought in a Mitchell Pierce. Um, you know, uh, Pierce would help them in defence. Uh, the, just They don't need attack. They need defence. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The, I think the other thing with that Pierce would give them is, as you say, he'd be able to organise the team a little bit. And, you, you know, he. The, the only problem I have with that move, if they, say, did a swap, a play swap with Pierce and, and Moses, I feel like Moses, if he is in form, he can make that team almost unbeatable. Like when oh, he's... yeah, no, I don't want to lose Moses. <clears throat> yeah. Well, would you, so you would have Pierce at 5'8", then, would you? Yeah, in some kind of supporting role. He doesn't – he can just float around somewhere. I don't care where he is. <laughs> just, he can be on the bench yelling things from the sidelines. <laughs> Hang on. Do you want Mitchell Pierce as a spectator? For Parramatta. Get him in at coach. Can't do worse than some of the other coaches we've had in the past. That's true. That's true. That's very true. I – uh. I thought they should have gone after Benji Marshall, hey? I thought he, oh, yeah. he would have been great for them. Um, oh, he would have been better than Pierce. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, go go Benji first. Yeah. They missed a massive opportunity there. I agree. I think if they had have even got Benji towards the end of last year, that would have made me really worry about Parramatta. I think he yeah. would have come in and really given them a kick up the backside. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, he would have. Um, yeah, he would have been able to inject some new life into because they kind of plateaued a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got on. We talked about the cheerleaders. We've talked about the yeah. eels. Is there anything else on your mind regarding rugby league this year? Uh, it's just going to be interesting to see what it's going to look like. Mm. Like, are we going to actually be able to be in the crowds again? Are we going to have a, are we going to have cardboard cutouts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, 
after last year, I have no idea what to really expect from NRL. I'm disappointed that they're not coming to South Australia. Yeah. At yeah. all, considering yeah. that they had, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Storm and Roosters were going there for a Roosters home game. And then we were getting State of Origin. And now they're like, oh, no, we don't need South Australia. Like, what was the point? I agree. I agree 100%. It's like they put all of the things in place and they they get the games going. They're like, we'll get some interest in Adelaide. We'll get some interest in Perth. And then they say, oh, fuck that. We're out of here. And you kind of yeah. think to yourself, what was that all about then? Yeah. Like South Australians are very, very passionate about things made for South Australia. So bring back Adelaide Rams. I agree, 100%. Bring them back. The, we need the Rams back. We need the Reds back. And it looks like we're going to get the Brisbane Jets as well, which is awesome. Um, it's awesome having you back on the podcast. We'll get you on a bunch more this year. Um, yes, and, well, well, I still have time. <laughs> yeah, well, you got time before you make it another human being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been great being on. I hope I haven't been too nervous again. It's been a while. No, you did good. But I've had fun. Do you want to wrap up doing the Manscaped ad? Um, no, I'll leave that to you. And okay. maybe do I have to say, so who should we be following on social media? Well, okay, you do the social media outro <laughs> stuff. By the way, where can we find you on social media? Um, at RL Mums, which is Rugby League Mums, and mm -hmm. you can also find me at Eels Dance Mum. Excellent. And if you go to manscaped.com and you put in the code NRL at checkout, you get 20% off. That's like one-fifth of the price, and you get free shipping, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. Like, what, what more do you want? Go there, get the Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof. It has like two two or three different settings that you can use for the height and stuff. It's Pappenhausen month. You've got to join us. You've got to join the Virgo and the Freak Brotherhood here or Sisterhood, whatever your deal is. And, uh, yeah, get involved. Manscaped.com, NRL is your code. Julie, where can they find the podcast? Um, at Virgo Freak Pod. Yep, that's the one. Yes. <laughs> We've We've also got a website. It's furgoandthefreak.com. You can go there. You can send us some messages, some emails. Tell us what you're thinking about the a cheerleaders going. Uh, we want to hear what you all think. And uh, thank you for joining us, Julie. It's been fantastic. It has. Glad to be back on. It's been great. Any last words for our listeners? Hey. Hey. 13 is locked. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>